the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Let us pray. Father God, Lord Jesus, sweet Holy Spirit, Jehovah Kana Shamu, whose name is I am a jealous God, thank you for your marvelous mercy made new every day towards all creation. Jehovah Kana Shamu, who is a jealous God, please forgive us all for our prideful thoughts and behaviors. For what, forgive us, Father, for sweet Holy Spirit. We need your help when we have been blatantly disrespectful, blatantly disobedient, blatantly disregarded, blatantly dishonoring of your holy name and the holiness of your character as the Lord God Almighty, whose name is above every name in heaven and on earth. Yes. Jehovah Kana Shamu, who is a jealous God. The whole world stands guilty before you. A faultless, faith, unfaithful, and rebellious generation seeking and serving idols and false little g gods, which are really not gods at all. But it's the weakness of our hearts and the love of this contaminated world, loving fake news and above, above good news in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, sweet Holy Spirit, have mercy on us all. For we are all wrong and wretched in our doing, even to the destruction of the next generation and the generations to come, training and teaching our children how to dishonor you with their hearts and minds, bodies and souls. Woe, woe unto all mankind and the nations that cause the little children to fall. Jehovah Kanashamu, who is a jealous God, cause our hearts to return to you that our land be healed. Take away the reproach of our transgressions. Teach us to number our days as unto the day of your glorious return. Help us to repent. Repent. Repent, you workers of evil. Humble yourselves. Least a greater day of evil come upon you. As it is written, so let it be done. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, Jehovah, Kana Shamu, who is a jealous God. And let the church say, Amen. Family, our message today is humble yourself. Humble yourself. I'm going to be reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 20, various verses. And it reads, 
And God spake to all spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven images or any likeness of anything that is he- that is in heaven above, or that is earth in earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord, thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children until the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto the thousands of them that love me and keep my commands. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that takes his name in vain. Father, thank you for the prayerful reading of your word. Thank you, Jehovah Kana Shamu, who is a jealous God, for the awesome opportunity of the reading of your word that we would humble ourselves under your word, Lord God. Repent, therefore, and turn and be saved. Let it be a beautiful blessing to the hearers, O Lord, and that it be not return to you all, but it would prosper in their heart. Amazing, gracious, sweet Sunday afternoon, family. Thank you. Hallelujah for tuning in today. Thank God we made it. Amen. Hallelujah. I have a friend of ours again in the studio, an ambassador for the Lord, a voice for the voiceless, a repairer of the breach, a graduate of Houston Baptist University, a public um, well, I'm sorry, a physical trainer, a professional football player, director of our youth and young adult ministry, a joyous delight to his father and I, a arrow in the hand of a mighty warrior. Welcome back, sweet son of God. Good morning, mama, or good afternoon, rather, mama. Praise good, God. Good afternoon to the family out there. Good to be back. Amen. And what good news and, and seeds of hope has God given to you to sow into the hearts of the people today? Well, I was studying in the book of Luke, uh, particularly in Luke 18. Mm-hmm. And a parable stuck out to me. The parable that falls here, verse 9 through 14, which mm-hmm. I'll quickly read over. Okay. He spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, mm. <laughs> extortionist, <laughs> <laughs> unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. Okay. I fast twice a week. Look at that. I give tithes of all that I possess. Hmm. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, Mm -hmm. God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. Amen. Amen. So in reading that, the word the word humble, of course, sticks out to me in verse 14. And when a word sticks out to me, I like to go look into it. Okay. And what I found in studying the word in the Hebrew is that it means kana. Okay. It's pronounced kana. And something struck in the studying of God's names, Yehovah kana, which you were just reading over in Exodus, that's who that's who God introduces himself as is God, a jealous God. A jealous God. He says, my name is jealous. Yes. 
So I was like, wow. You know, so when I seen when I seen that word when I seen that word humble being of his name and his name being jealous and this type of jealousy particular this this particular type of jealousy is in the realms of a marriage. Yes. So, you know, when you're talking about you know, God being a jealous God, he's he's jealous because of the things that we give ourselves to and the things that we surrender ourselves to and the right. things that we humble ourselves to right. that we ought not to because that's his place. Yes, but the, the idols. Right. We only get jealous when we are when we feel replaced. Right. Or or something is put in our place. Yes. You know what I'm saying? For example, like uh once in a part of time you were the only child, but now a sibling comes. Yes, yes. Somebody yes. is coming your place. Right. Jealousy, or even in the or in the business uh, world, you know, somebody is brought in at your position. Right. And things like that, and don't let them get paid, be paid more. That's a problem. That bring you into a place of jealousy, and right. in the realm of a marriage and, and husband right. and wife and things like that, you know, you see you see your affection going off or wandering off. It's, let me say, that will bring you to a place of jealousy. A husband watching too many games and not watching you and see them little house shoes, new house shoes you have on. Don't play with me. All right. So That's this a problem. Is, this is a very intimate. This is a very intimate place that God uh, uh, places His jealousy in. And in in regards in regards to you know in regards to you know these things as far as like Him being jealous. The psalmist says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Right, right. So there is not only a place in us that is reserved for God. That's what we talked about in earlier messages with the heart. But there's a place reserved in God that's just for us. Amen. And things Amen. like that. That's the good. psalmist also says, what is man that you are mindful of him mm-hmm. and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels. Yes. And you have crowned him with glory and honor even in First Peter, that even the angels long to look into these things concerning that. the salvation of man. Yes, yes, yes. Just as a husband is to surrender his life for his wife, and yes. a wife is to submit her life to her husband. Right. It's, this is in the same way that we ought to submit and God. humble ourselves Amen. to God. Amen. And he said, humble yourselves, because you're going to either do it willingly or you're going to do it by force, because it's coming to that time and already is at hand that we have to make a quality, conscious decision that we're going to yield ourselves to the oracles, to the word of God. And you're going to go far, far doing it with God than trying to do it against God. You heard me? So it's just a good idea to make up in your heart and in your mind. You know what, Lord? I fell off yesterday a couple of times here and there, but today is a new day, and I want to be conscious about doing it your way, bright on my tongue, you know, uh, guard my eye, my heart, Lord God, that I may not sin against thee, you understand? And then not only that, we have to impart these things. That you, you know, I'm going to always go back to them children, you understand? Because it's to see, he say, from generation to generation will, will, will the iniquities of the Father be visited upon the children to the third and fourth generation of them that hate him because to love this world is enmity with God. That means you hate God and love the things of this world. And, and, and you, it, it ain't no 50 shades of gray. I've already told y'all that right. it ain't no slinging on the fence. He say, you look warm. I wish that you were hot or cold, but since you look warm, I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. So there's a trueness to God meaning what he says. Just like a mother tell, you know, Deanna Tevino, when I say, look, I'm not playing with y'all, you know, for real, for real. I mean what I say and say what I mean. And, and some smoke will come with it. You understand? Hmm. So, 
God is that same holy God who's calling us to a holy repentance and a turning back to him and to putting him first. He give us all these other things truly to enjoy, but not at the expense of uh, leaving him out, of putting him last. You know, he the last thing on the shelf every night. Right, right. And we can't talk about this uh, the state of humility without talking about the opposing force of it, which is the false humility, which we've seen here with mm-hmm. the Pharisee and many who were like the Pharisee of that day who, you know, compared himself to other right. people and put himself above other people and things like that. So, you know, Jesus throughout the word warns us against false humility. Right. Here here in verse 14, Jesus addresses unbelieving believers who <laughs> make themselves believe that they are of some type of holy or godly conduct. Look at that. You know what With I mean? With their little white robes on. Right, right. Because uh-huh. the one who seen himself unworthy, Jesus counted him worthy. Look at that. The one who seen himself as worthy, Jesus counted him worthless. And yes, and that, and that's the thing too we can address because a lot of people who have a lot of negative things, they don't, you know, their church attendance may not be where it need to be or they worship or what have you. And they have to say, well, the people of the church say this and they act like this. And and that may be true, but that don't give you a hall pass not to get to know him for yourself. You understand? It's time out for that old McDonald had a form, E-I-E-I-O kind of faith. You understand? We got the line up. Seek him for ourselves and allow the Lord to use us, wash us, purge us. He said his word is what makes us clean. I mean, I, I remember first being saved. I didn't know how to go to the book of Genesis and no other. I didn't even know what the book of Genesis was. And I just had to learn as I as I went. But as I uh, sought to know him and even still learning his names, even that's why I try to pray weekly a new name of God so we can all get in this uh, learn and train together and as to who he is in a relation a relational you know we all know the name of jesus of course and that's the name above all names but god have a lot of various names and i'm learning them and that's why i try to pray them and i may mispronounce them sometime but google them for yourself you understand what i'm saying don't throw no stones at me i'm doing the best i can right. you know he's a ministering ability that he gives us and that's what we're doing so um i would encourage you babies to Make a conscious decision today, right now, to get to know God for yourself. Don't wait on what your grandmama did. My grandmama did the best she could. You heard me. <laughs> right, right, right. And, you know, I, and, and, and speaking of, you know, praying God's names to him because he wants to hear his name to, first of all, know that you know his name. Look at that. You know, and I, I think about Matthew's uh, chapter 6, 5 and 6, when Jesus told us, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites. But they love pray, to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners mm-hmm. of the streets that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And that. when you have shut your door, pray to the Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Look at that. And other translations, it specifically tells us to go into the closet. And I, I was like, like I was like, well... Hold up. Why not the living room? Why not? Why not the kitchen? That's where the TV at. That's where the food is. You know what I want you to distract why? Mr. Mike laughing. <laughs> not only just not only just the bedroom, but in the closet. In the closet. What happens in the closet? First of all, the closet is one of the most enclosed spaces or in tight spaces in a household. So that automatically physically puts you in an intimate place to be spiritually in an intimate place with God. And what do we do in the closet? Mm. We go into the closet to change to change clothes and me with all them shoes look at that to change we go into the closet for the purpose yeah for changing amen so you know to to bring to bring yourself into that quiet and and, uh humbling place and things like that god sees it hear him el roja 
you know, Mama ministered on that last uh, last week, uh, the God who sees. He saw little Hagar over there in the wilderness. He sees you in your desolate places. He sees us in our weird, worried places, and he's calling us to draw closer to him. He said, if you draw close to me, I'll draw close to you. My word abide in you. You abide in my word. You can ask me anything. Right, right. Oh, his, it's a blessing to know him. And his, and his word is just, it, it sounds repetitive, but... He doesn't, he doesn't, where it says, where you read James 4.10, unbe yourself in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. First Peter 5, 6, therefore unbe yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you. The word doesn't repeat itself because it has nothing else to say. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's asking us to heed to these words, family. You're right. When Praise he repeats God. himself, he, he wants us, he wants us to heed what he's saying here. Yes, so, yes. in being, in being humble, I'm a, I'm a leave you family with a, with a few nuggets here. A principle of over and under. If you go under, you will come over. Hmm. In the first, in the in the first love letter of John, chapter five, verse five, who is that overcomes the world? One, only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Yes. If you place yourself beneath, He will bring you above. Look at that. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt mm. not be beneath. Deuteronomy twenty-eight, thirteen. If you seek to be made first, yes, you'll be made last. Hmm. So the last will be first, and the first last. But many are called, but few chosen. Matthew yes. twenty, verse sixteen. Yes. So family, to to bring this home for us to come to the to the conclusion of the matter. The humility of humanity is inevitable. Look at that. You will either come into that place or be brought into that place. Repeat that, baby. You will either come into that place or be brought into that place. Mm. And each one will yield different consequences. Mm-hmm. But the word says, every knee shall bow. Every knee. And every tongue shall confess mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ is Lord at his coming. Yes. So, family... Don't wait. Don't wait. We wait on the Lord with great expectation, yes. but don't wait on the Lord to put yourself before him. That's right. That's right. You you would rather do it with a conscience of saying, yes, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Even if our Lord humbled himself over there, himself over there in the garden of Gethsemane, he said, if, if this cup can be removed, remove it. But nevertheless, Lord. Hallelujah, right. that your will be done. Who are we to say that we ought not to give ear and heart to the call of his children to himself? He's only preparing us here on earth for what we have in heaven. Because if you go up in heaven thinking you're going to rebel like like uh, old uh, Lucifer did, Jesus said he seen him fall like lightning. They made a quick uh, straightening up of that. And, and why you want to sit and listen to somebody that's been kicked out of heaven? Come on now. Let's be clear. <laughs> This ain't no college-level stuff here. You understand what I'm saying? This is plain and simple uh, precepts and principles of God's Word about being obedient. And we've already discussed that obedience is better than sacrifice. And y'all know my baby work hard, honey. He have his nose. He go in deep. You understand? And his heart is genuine to serve y'all. And, oh, yeah, I want to remind you guys when these uh, exercise facilities and gyms and what have you are uh, opening up again, Dion's going to be leaving his contact information for you guys to get in touch with him to get some physical training 
as well as your spiritual training to get y'all in shape. Because, you know, we've been sitting around here eating and going on. I'm, I want to uh, go ahead and ask you guys to be praying for Disciple Pathway Ministry. God is increasing the borders and enlarging us. Pray for the KKHT uh, Salem Media family here that they can keep the uh, airways open. Uh, if you guys need to get in touch with us at Disciple Pathway Ministries, I'm Minister Robbie Lilly. Email me at Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, dot Lilly, L-I-L-L-Y, 63 at Gmail, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disciple Pathway Ministries. Connect with us on podcasts, on the One Voice I Speak Life program. You guys can tune in and listen on KKHT 100.7 FM, The Word Christian Radio, every Sunday afternoon at 1.30 p.m. Download the app at KKHT.com. And uh, just know that we aspire to do this and to come in every week. I'm going to be asking uh, Minister Dion to close us in prayer. I am a public servant of the Lord. Minister Robbie E. Lilly, a founder, the founder of Disciple Pathway Ministries, a mobile outreach ministry on the move, advancing the kingdom of God. One voice. I speak life. Minister Dion, could you please... Uh, you know, give us some words of encouragement as we go about this. the rest of this week. Uh, some words of hope for the listeners to be restored. And whatever God give you to give, beloved. Yes, um, you know, uh, one more point, one more uh, nugget or tidbit about, you know, being humble and humility family is, you know, it's God doesn't make it a choice, but he gives us the choice. Yeah. I like that. God doesn't make it a choice, but he gives us a choice. Mm -hmm. We will either be brought to that place or we can come to that place. Yes. And when you come to that place and you come to that place in him, he'll start taking you places beyond your thoughts, Mm -hmm. beyond what you can even imagine. Doors will start opening. Things that you've been looking for will start looking for you. Look at that. When you come to that place in him. We live in a world where you have to step over the next person or yes. make your voice sound off or, you know, put yourself in a place to be seen. But when you hide yourself mm, in, in, that, of God's wing. in that place within him, mm-hmm. he'll then put you in a place to be seen, yes. having made you ready and prepared you for such a time. Because each one has something in himself or herself to give to another and we have life right now because we owe it to the generation and to, and to the time that we're in to give and serve Amen. and be what God has called us to be. Amen. And that's a process, and it's not an easy one. No, it's not. It's not an easy one. But when you have him, when you're with him, when you're in him, when you come down low so he can bring you up yes. high, just as our Lord came down low. Yes, he did. Reduced himself to being mm, a man. Made himself poor. We're talking about a king. A king of kings. Up, upon a tree. Look at that. I don't I don't know what I don't know what any king in history made himself a, such a servant. Please. Right. Never. Right. You know, I, I once heard a, a wonderful quote to have the mind of a king but the heart of a servant. Look at God. These are the mighty men of God. Mm. These are the mighty women of God. These are the children of God. This is who we are, fam. Amen. So, Father God, with that being said, Lord Jesus, first of all, we do repent of our sins and the things that we said and the thought that were not pleasing to you, O Father God. We lift up your name, O Lord Jesus. We extol your name, O Father God. 
We come under you, O Father God, seeking not our own, but you first, the kingdom first, and your righteousness, O Father God. Yes. Lord Jesus, I pray that I pray that your blood come over the homes of your children across all your nations. Yes. Oh Lord Jesus, that you're continuing to call us out and that we continue to walk mighty in you and with you, O oh Lord Jesus, to be the salt and the light that you called us to be, O oh Father God. Yes. Let us serve one another. Let us make ourselves of service. Let us make our hearts available, minds ready. Yes. Oh, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, I pray for that young man who may be lost and need and need some answers. I pray for that young lady to surrender herself unto you. I pray for that family, oh, Father God, that needs hope today, oh, Father God. Yes, God. Lord, how we just love you and we thank you and we praise you, oh, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook.